All right. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome to As If. Welcome, welcome to our little radio talk show. Um, so we are just two best friends, BFFs, and we snoop in on your personal business. Yep. And that's kind of just our favorite thing to do. Yep. <laughs> I'm Aubrey. And I am Katie. And welcome. Welcome back or welcome if you're listening. True. Um, Aubrey, what is our topic today? Our topic for today, um, we sent out a Google form for people to fill out, and it is your worst breakup stories. So I'm actually really excited to hear some of these. I haven't heard or read any yet, so I'm super excited to get, you'll get a real raw reaction from me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what's, What's been going on? What's been going on this week? You know, um, I f- I'm getting a new car. I'm in the process of getting a new car. Yes, if you were here last week, you heard that Aubrey uh, totaled her car. Yep. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Needed a new car anyways. But yeah, we're working on that. And then I decided to go full time for work. So I'm working all the time now. Yeah. What <laughs> about you? Oh, just... <laughs> Just <laughs> nothing. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. I've Katie just works I've, all the time too. I work She's, all the time. We're both kind of workaholics right now. I haven't been doing the best lately, so for <laughs> me, it's been hard to just even get out of bed in the morning. So for me, getting out of my bed has been like the goal every single day. There you go. And um, when I am able to do that, I am very happy. <laughs> I know. I wake up sometimes and I go to class and I come back and I'm like, oh, she's still here. She, I'm like, she I didn't go to any of my classes today, but it's fine. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. Hey, it happens. Yeah. End of semester's coming up and it's kind of a struggle. Yeah. It seriously. gets hard. But. All right. Well, we are going to start. So I hope everybody is ready for some of these breakup stories because they are absolutely wonderful. (laughs) Okay, so the first one is anonymous. Um, All right, so it goes. I was in a toxic relationship that was verbally and emotionally abusive um, about two two years ago. So this was all about two years ago. We got into a fight and it got really bad. I told him I was leaving and he proceeded to follow me to my car, which was a few blocks away. Saying things like, you don't understand what it's like to be in a relationship. You can't just leave. We're ha- we were having such a good day. Why did you have to go and ruin it? Stuff like that. When I got to my car, he would open the doors and make it impossible for me to leave. Um, sorry, I totally just lost my place. <laughs> um, where is it? At the time, I had a curfew and didn't know what to do. I So I tried to call the cops. He was screaming, got into my car, and was slamming the front dash and windows. What? And crying. And crying. (laughs) (laughs) He then proceeded to grab my phone and put it in his pocket. I didn't know what else to do, then go home and grab my dad. On the way, which it was like a 15, 20-minute drive, I was going about 95, 100, hoping the cop would pull me over. I passed the cop going 100, and he did not pull me over. He then said he, he'd get out if I brought him back to his place and give back my f- and would give me back my phone. I turned around, got out, and got, and got on his knees in the rain and was sobbing. Wait, was she on her knees in the rain or was no, he? No, it says he got out and got on his knees in the rain and was sobbing. Oh. <laughs> then he gave me back my phone and walked away. 
I immediately blocked him when I left. He tried to follow me and contact me through other social media accounts and phone numbers afterwards. I got a restraining order a week later, and I am now in a healthy, happy relationship. That sounds crazy. Like, I fear for my life if he, like, wasn't letting me in my car and then got in my car and took my phone. Like, that's so scary. I feel bad for this person. I'm glad she got a restraining order. Yeah, that's, like, I can't believe that it's it got to be that bad that you'd have to get a restraining order on your ex. I know, that's, I don't, and, and also the thing is, is how can you, how can you do that? Like, how can, I guess he's not sane. There's no way he's sane <laughs> to be able to, at Just that point, like, no, it's this not happening. Yeah, so I would say in those type of circumstances, it's not that they, because, you know, you, we've all heard the term love makes you do crazy things. But a lot of times, I don't think at that point it's love that makes you do crazy things. I think it's obses- obses- obsession <laughs> and jealousy. So in your mind, you couldn't imagine them with anybody else because you're obsessed with them and you, you know. So I think at that point, it's more obsession than it is love. Because if you actually love somebody, you know, you would let them go. You'd want what's happy. So I think in this one, he's just absolutely obsessed with her. And unfortunately, that led him to be crazy. Be crazy. I think that it's crazy that she was going like 100 miles an hour and the cop didn't even pull her I over. I know. She was like praying, please pull me over. And <laughs> Like probably the one time she wanted to be pulled over. She didn't. Yeah. Um, Katie actually kind of had a... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> you guys. A little, a little story like this that happened oh. what, last weekend. Yes. So <laughs> I, uh, we, me and Aubrey were at a, were at a party. And the party was pretty good, um, but everyone kind of left. And then this one person really, really, really wanted food. And no one else could drive, but I could. And so he said, please, please, please drive me to Winco. Because at this point, it was like like 12, 1 in the morning. Yeah. So I drove him to Winco, and we were getting back in the car. And this person, we're going to name him Joey. That's not his name, but we're going to name him Joey. Okay. Joey gets in the truck. I am driving his truck, by the way. Which yeah, I, I don't know how he let Katie drive his truck. Yeah. Or, like, I that is so scary. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So anyways, so we're driving, or he gets in the car, and he goes, oh, crap, and he jumps in, and I was like, what? And he was like, oh, nothing, like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, I think I just saw something, but but I, I didn't see it. This is really important, because what he thought he saw, he did see. So we leave Winco, and we're driving into Nibley, because that's where they live, and we've been driving for about 10 minutes now, and I kind of noticed that this person was, you know, was, I didn't know if they were following us, but they were very close behind <laughs> us. And I thought it was kind of weird because there's nobody really out on the road right now. And, you know, there's two lanes. And I thought it was weird that they were riding so close to us and they wouldn't get in the other lane. So I was kind of like, that's weird, but I didn't really think about it too much. And then um, she, Katie, texts me and is like, there's someone following me. And well, then I was that like, wasn't yet. Oh. So we turned onto a road that was like more of like a, um, not a very common road. We turned onto that road and they followed us onto that road. So that was the f- first part where I was like, oh, I think somebody's following us. And <laughs> then Joey was like, no, no one's following us. And I was at this point, I think he kind of knew what was going on, but he didn't want to believe what was going on. So, or tell you. Or, yeah, or tell me. And he was like, well, we're driving right now. Where we're driving is, like, towards the highway. So maybe they were just trying to get onto the highway. Um, so we were like, okay, they're just trying to get onto the highway, and we happen to be taking the same road. It's not that weird, even though it is, like, 12, 1 in the morning. 
So then we take a really weird way to the highway. Like we're like swerving like through like neighborhoods, not swerving. We were safe. I'm just saying like we're, we're going like weird direction through neighborhoods. And this person follows every single one. So at this point, I'm like, they're definitely following us. And so we decided we we're going to drive to the highway and immediately turn back around into the exact same way we just came from. And if they followed us, we knew for a fact that they were following us. Because why would you go to a highway and then, you know, so... We get to the highway and we turn straight back into town and they make the same turn. So at this point, I know for a fact that whoever this is, is following us and it's 12, one in the morning. I'm scared because I'm like, who is following me? So then that's when I texted Aubrey and I said, I'm about to call the cops. There's somebody following us. I'm really scared. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, what? What? And she didn't answer. So I was like scared yeah. for my life yeah. checking her location. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Joey says, hey, turn into this neighborhood and park and we're going to switch and I'm going to like get out of here really fast because at this point it had been a while and he, he was fine to drive. And so um, we got we parked in the neighborhood and the person parks right behind us. And at this point, I am terrified. I'm like, do you know who this person is? And he's like, no. And then he gets into the driver's seat and he turns around and he starts booking it. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I can see this man is scared. So I'm like, he knows something that he's not telling me because he is really scared. And so um, we, he like books it out of there. He is going super fast, like 20 miles over the speed limit, trying to get out. And um, soon we like lose their headlights. And I'm thinking, like, we're safe, but they are going incredibly fast at this point. Like, they had to be going 100 because they met back up with us. And then I'm texting Aubrey, and I'm like, I'm about to call the cops. And then this person makes a sharp right turn, and we think we're fine. Well, I'm going to go drop him off back at his place, and I'm going to get my car, and I'm going to go home because I'm really tired at this point. And we get there, and the person is sitting in his driveway. So we're not safe. <laughs> Soon he figures out it's his ex and she has been following us for the past like 20, 30 minutes. Is that not insane? Like that's crazy. And now she's sitting in front of his house. So then we drove off for like 20 minutes, hoping by the time we got back, she'd be gone. Nope. She was still there. And then Aubrey and one of our friends was um, at me and Aubrey's apartment. So we said, we'll just go hang out with them. It's going to be kind of a later night, and then you can drive home later. Well, we end up getting on the phone with one of his friends, like, three hours later, probably. This is, like, four in the morning at this point. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to go back and get my car. By the way, his friend lives at the same house as him. And I go, but I can't get my car because she's sitting there. And then Joey goes, oh, she's probably not there anymore. And then this guy goes, oh, no, she's still there. She had been sitting outside of his house for four hours. Insane texting him saying i hope she's everything you've ever wanted i'm just trying to get this guy You're food like, we they and they had like just i was like the first time they really ever hung out and yeah. even, like met the first so time i ever met like, the guy they're like dating or anything literally like i like that. just drove him i'm like oh how is like literally just wanted to get him to get his food but um yeah he ended up going home i think around like 5 a.m because around 5 a.m she finally left but that is crazy like if you are doing that you need to check yourself. Check yourself. <laughs> Why are you like, stalking your ex so, in the middle of the night? So obsessive. Yeah. I don't understand that. Like, I could never do that. Yeah, it's insane. I think that that's crazy. So, yeah, that's my little mini story from the weekend. <laughs> Literally terrified, but. Okay. 
Um, this next story is a really juicy one. My goodness, I just read it and I'm very astonished. Um, it says, we were together for two and a half years. Um, I ended up getting pregnant with his son. Later, I found out that he went out and cheated on me and got another girl pregnant. He then went out and cheated on her with another girl with another girl, and then got her pregnant. And now he is living in California with his third baby mama. I'm sorry, but how much like, child like, support? <laughs> how much that. child support that is this is man so paying? Much child support. Like men better make some decent money because oh my goodness. It's funny too because we know. I, I thought this was somebody that me and Aubrey knows, but uh, that person had a daughter and not a son. So now I'm kind of <laughs> like, how many people are getting having multi multiple baby mamas? Like, oh, because at this point now I know two people who've gotten mm-hmm. multiple girls pregnant. Yeah, I just can't believe that. I that's kind of I feel bad for all of like the sons. Oh my gosh, know, me too. The, the you'd have to children. grow up knowing that like your dad is kind of just trash. <laughs> yeah that's literally really sad. yeah that is i feel bad so sorry about that for you uh hope you're doing better and hope your son is i hope you thriving. i hope your son gets a better dad because this one obviously isn't cutting it yes obviously but alrighty, this one this next one kind of made me laugh um okay so this is anonymous it says my girlfriend dumped me for her ex who she reconnected with because of a birthday gift that I got her. I bought my girlfriend an Xbox One with Minecraft for her birthday. She started playing again and got really into it. I hardly saw her. She'd play all night and would come to bed just as I was waking up. She started playing with her ex and it apparently rekindled their feelings for each other because she dumped me a couple weeks after this and got back together with him. Oh, my gosh. Imagine oh, imagine someone being like, uh, how did you guys break up? Like, oh, yeah, uh, she <laughs> got back together with her ex over Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I can't believe that. That's kind of... Kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gotta do what you gotta do, but, like, that's kind of... I don't know. Kind of weird. Yeah. Or Minecraft. Me and Aubrey love Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, we are, like, some nights we're like, hey, do you want to play Minecraft? And we just totally don't do our homework that we're yep. supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. We play Minecraft for so long. It's ridiculous. But, but the thing it. is, we used to use our, um, we just live with me and her now, but we used to live with two other people. And our roommates, like, we play on the Nintendo Switch and our roommates Nintendo Switch remotes, like, would it work sometimes? So, like, we would just die randomly and we wouldn't yeah. do anything about it. <laughs> oh, heavens. But anyway, sorry that sh- that happened. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> sucks. I would I would be so sad. I would probably never be able to play Minecraft ever again. And every time I saw Minecraft, I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> this reminds me of someone. All right. This one is kind of long. So um, also, um, I'm also on two hours of sleep. So bear with me if I fall asleep and start snoring. Just kidding. Um, This one is anonymous. It says, he told me we were going on a date and on the way to dinner, he held my hand and we were just talking. And he said, 
I'm breaking up with you, but I'm still taking you to dinner so we can end on a good note. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you, by the way. I know it's going to ruin the rest way, of your night, but, but I just wanted to, to let dinner, you know. So don't cry at dinner. Um, it says, so he takes me to dinner and it was nice and we got dessert and whatever else. And we're driving back so he can drop me off. And he says, I actually didn't want to date you, but I lost a bet. So I had to. So I'm mad at him and I'm super sad. And he texts me the next day and says, just laugh your way through the bad parts of life. Life's a joke. At, life's a joke anyways. So make it funny. Not sure what that was about, but all right, I guess. Um, it says his mom texts me 30 minutes later and says, I'm so mad that he broke up with you. And we decided to get lunch at least once a month to catch up a f- and um, a few months pass and he calls me and asks if we can go on a drive. So we go on a drive and he says, I wanted to let you know that I did fall in love with you and I did lose a bet and had to take you on a date. But that was the best thing I've ever done. So thank you for being there for me. Imagine like you go to Olive Garden like after he tells you that like he's breaking up with you and they're like so what are you guys celebrating today oh gosh (laughs) and they're like oh we're celebrating a breakup that is um i don't know i i feel like if i would have like would get broken up with and then like taken to dinner i feel like do it after dinner because i'd be sad the whole time literally why would you do it before (laughs) that makes no sense in my mind um and then i kind of relate to this because one of my first relationships um I broke up with him and his mom uh, messaged me like this whole long paragraph being like, I'm so sorry for what he did. Like, you're amazing. You're a queen, all that stuff. And like, we decided to like keep in contact and like sometimes like me and his sister are in contact, but I just thought that was funny because I can relate to that a little bit. One of my ex's moms, after me and my ex broke up and she kind of figured out why she kicked him out of the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. She kicked him out right after we had broken up because of all the crap he was doing. like, bless parents like that. (laughs) Teach them, like, a good lesson, you know? If you're going to act trashy, you can go on the streets. Yeah. I'm sorry for whoever sent this in. I hope that you're doing better. (laughs) Yeah. I hope that your next relationship, if he decides to break up with you, he does after dinner. Yeah. It's, like, the worst timing. Why would you? I don't know. Okay, yeah. the next one is from Avery, and she is 19. She said, I'll give, I have a few, but I'll give you one. I don't think I need a throwaway for. I was dating someone for about a year who was extraordinarily obsessive, jealous, and mostly controlling. He laid out a very clear set of rules for me in the months leading up to our breakup. Huge red flag. If your significant other is, like, giving you rules... Uh, what you are your own person anyways don't let someone own you (laughs) gosh literally (laughs) um he had laid out a very clear set yeah okay they started off seemingly small such as stay home on a saturday night to talk to him on the phone we were long distance and i was in school out of state but soon enough requests started stacking up and become more and more ridiculous I had a dress code. I couldn't go to parties and couldn't go out with anyone he didn't know. He called my best friend a rat on a regular basis, even said I could never go to the beach in a bathing suit without him being there. This is... What? I'm sorry, but if someone called you a rat that I was talking to, I would literally, like, (laughs) knock him out right then and there. No, I get extremely defensive when anybody... I've had, like, people say stuff about Aubrey, like... 
people I've been talking to and I get extremely <laughs> defensive over it. Like yeah. even if they weren't trying to be mean, I'm like, I, yeah, and I freak out because yeah. I, I cannot stand it when yeah. people try to throw my best friend under We're the bus. We're so defensive over each other. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that also this person sounds more like a parent than a boyfriend. And this is just sounds, sounds very like, toxic. Yeah, literally. Um, I tried breaking up with him several times and he would threaten his own life. Very toxic. When I finally actually broke up with him, I did it as nicely as possible, giving him as much time and explanation as he needed. For a few months following the breakup, he had a few instances of calling me in incessantly, showing up to my work unannounced several times, and four times I came home at night, pulled into my driveway, got out of the car, just to see him pulled up right <laughs> behind me. As in he had parked on an intersection street with the lights off waiting for me to come home so that was intense dang exes are crazy oh my gosh once again that's not love that's obsession to sit there and wait for someone to come home from work and like showing up to work unannounced like i get that like bringing flowers and stuff but like if you guys are already broken up and not together anymore and you've asked for like distance that's I just, like, I just feel bad for people who are in those relationships and, like, can't get out. Especially because he was, like, threatening his own life. Like, that is so... Mm-hmm. I can't... That's so wrong. I could never, like... The manipulation. Imagine me letting a guy tell me what I can wear and what I do and stuff oh like that. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'd flip my crap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would be so angry. All righty. Okay. All right. For our promo for the day, um, Aggie Radio. So this is brought to you by Aggie Radio, 92.3 FM, KUBLU, KBLU, I think. I can't really remember, but um, it's awesome. We love it here. Go Aggie Radio. It's the best. You guys should listen in more often. Uh, There's a lot of people like us that have shows all the time. So Aggie Radio, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Love Aggie Radio. also, if you guys would like to text into us, our number is 435-797-2346, and this is Aggie Radio's text. So if you guys text Aggie Radio, it will come straight to us, and we can respond to you if you have any thoughts. Okay. All right. Aubrey, take it away. Take our next story away. Okay. This one's short. It's one sentence, but it's from Will, who is 23. Um, it says, she came to my house unannounced three times and faked being pregnant oh my goodness and i've actually heard this is really easy to do yeah like i've, I've heard of people who have done this and they're like you just go online you find like a yeah. fake so vera was actually um a little scandal in my high school oh. years who um this girl um kept saying that she was pregnant and you know like we all kind of believed it because of some circumstances um but like months went by and we're like hey when are you having your baby like she made it so believable and um me and well a couple of people that I knew like started to do like some like researching on everything and like they caught her in like a lie and everything like that and she just got exposed in front of everybody but yeah that it makes me sad for her because I feel like faking to be pregnant is such a like that, I just, that's like such, you would have to need so much attention to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's insane to me. Because I don't think anyone would ever want to admit, oh, I got pregnant in high school. Exactly. But to, like, do that but it not even be real, that's, like, insane. Okay, and what is up with all of these exes showing up to wherever these people are unannounced? So creepy. Like, <laughs> Please don't do that. That is so creepy. Please that's don't literally, do that. oh, my gosh, I would just get a restraining order right here and there. Same. Like, I would be so freaked out. Um, okay, I'm going to read another one. This one says, the one I'm currently going through has been rough. It's a situation where there's nothing wrong with either one of us. We just don't fit together. We need things from the other person that can't be provided right now. It's been really hard, and I've been a sobbing mess for the last two days. We love each other, and we're each other's best friends, but sometimes those things just aren't enough. Being an adult really sucks sometimes. I hope your heart heals quickly and you are able to find the love you need and want from yourself and from another. Huh. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks. That definitely sucks. I don't really have anything else to say what, except for I I can relate to that. And it's it's not too fun, you know. It's providing, I don't know. I don't know. It's just tough. Okay, this next one I definitely have some thoughts on because I think the person who typed this in is not looking at the situation from both sides. So hopefully this person listening, you can get a little bit of insight or advice on this one. All right, this is from Joshua, and he is 20. He said, to start off, we never dated, but she meant a lot to me. I can confidently say that this was the first time I was actually in love with her. We decided to hang out on a day we were both off, we were out to eat and watched a movie. As I got to talk to her that day, I learned more about her and the things that happened in her past. As the day ended, I started to think, I really like this girl. It got to a point where I'd see a text from her and get butterflies and smile like an idiot. We would continue to hang out a lot during the summer, and I eventually confessed my feelings to her. And she explained to me that she didn't want a relationship. She just wanted to focus on school and her career, and I respected it, and we would still hang out. The last time I saw her, she told me that she wasn't going to be in a relationship for a long time. Now, to summarize this last bit, I found out she has a boyfriend and was going to move in with him. This was the first time that I have ever cried over a girl. I understand that it wasn't I understand that I wasn't her boyfriend, and she didn't need to tell me, but I think it would have been nice if she did. So he wanted her to, like, call him and say, hey, I'm in a new relationship. I can't begin to explain how much I love this girl and how much she meant to me. After a year, I would still think about her every day. It affected me to the point where I couldn't look at any other girl in the same way because they weren't her. Only recently, I'm more or less over it, but it was the best and worst summer of my life. Okay, here are my thoughts on this. So... Clearly, he just thought, she just thought of him as a friend, and that was it. He thought of her more, and when he said, I want to be more, she said, sorry, I'm just not interested in that, okay? Even though she did say, I don't want to be in a relationship right now, she probably met this guy, was in love with him, and they got together. That's fine. That's totally fine on her part. She can do whatever she wants, but I don't think she owes a call to him because it sounds like they were just friends, so I don't know. I would never be talking to somebody 
and then be like, go get in a relationship and then call. I feel like that's sh- like pushing it in somebody's face almost to call the person I talked to before them and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm in a relationship with this person now. Yeah. Like, I think sure. she's completely justified for not calling you and telling you because she has no reason to in my mind. And I think maybe you thought you deserved that, but it's, I mean, you were in love with her and she wasn't. And as brutal and awful that it is, she does not feel the same way about you at all. So I think you were kind of romanticizing the relationship and thinking there was more than there was. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, for sure. And that sounds brutal, but yeah. I agree. People move on with their lives and it's just kind of a part of life. Um it sucks seeing people that you love getting to other relationships. I totally understand that. But once you let them go, they don't owe you anything. You just have to let them go. True. Okay, there's people out there eating corn dogs again, and now I'm hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, there were people eating corn dogs, and now there's people again, and now I'm hungry and need to go home and make some lunch. I want that corn dog. (laughs) I don't know if they can hear. Anyways. Okay. Um, This next story says, um, I was dating a girl and we had been together for a year, but one day she starts throwing all of these accusations at me about how I'm trying to cheat on her and that I've been sneaking around with other females behind her back, which I wasn't. And she kept insisting that I was trying to hurt her. She ended up breaking up with me. Oh, I think the... I accidentally cut off the ending to the story. But she ended up breaking up with me. And then it says that she was actually sneaking behind his back um, with his best friend. Oh, Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's... Oh, my gosh. It's... This is a very... This is a pattern that I've seen a lot. Is somebody... If they're cheating on you, a lot of times they'll accuse you of cheating on them. But I think it's because they're they're guilty and they know they're guilty and they know the things it's like that a they're capable manipulative of. Manipulative tactic. Yeah. You know? So then they're constantly like, I know you're cheating on me. My my ex who cheated on me did that. He was like, Are you are you seeing other guys? Are you and I was like, No, I'm not and then of course he was seeing many other girls. But I and I know a lot of people who are like that, who are like, Yeah, my my significant other was cheating on me, but they constantly accused me of cheating on them. <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, the funny thing. Okay, sorry. My uh, dad is listening to this. One thing is that he just texted me and said, you're always hungry. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which I am. Uh, but another thing that is kind of funny, um, that kind of happened to my dad with his ex-fiance. Because she's crazy and she accused him of cheating, but actually she was cheating on him. Yeah, we don't like you, Maddie. Um, but yeah, people who do that, I I don't understand. Like, people who cheat in general, like, if you're just going to cheat with someone, like, break up with them. You know, don't save them that, that hurt, you know? Yeah. Okay. Don't be a cheater. <laughs> also, if you cheat once, I just want you to know that if you... you the, the likeliness of you getting in another relationship very low because once they found out that you cheated on the person before them yeah it gets around where it gets around around. and like you don't want to date a cheater yeah no literally because you know for a fact that cheaters never change yeah oh but okay this next story i feel bad for the guy but also 
the stuff that he says at the end of the story, I no longer feel bad for him. <laughs> um, and I'm actually kind of angry when I read the story. So it says, I dated a girl that had a kid with me. So they have a child together. Things were great at first until I found out about her cheating on me with my best friend. We actually stayed together for a few months after that until she left me for someone else. She told me I'd never see my kid again and her new boyfriend made threats against me and began stalking me at my work. I got the cops involved and slapped him with a class C misdemeanor <laughs> and $500 in, fine, in fines for it. She did get the last laugh by moving a few states away. I haven't seen my kids since the breakup. It's unfortunate, but life goes on. I've been in a very happy relationship for over a year now with the greatest person I could ever dream of knowing. Love is out there. Find your person and hold them close. No. No. The line in here that makes me so mad is, I haven't seen my kids since the breakup. It's unfortunate, but life goes on. Like what? It's unfortunate. That's your kid. That's your child. That's your kid. You're really just going to be like, oh, well, I can't see him anymore. I'm in a happy relationship now. Like that. Oh, my gosh. Someone's calling us again. I, I'm sorry. We're still not trained on how to answer the phone. <laughs> we don't know how to answer the phone. That's, dang it. That always scares me. I wonder what they said. Tell them to text. What's the number to text? Yes. Uh, text us at. Whoever's calling us, text this number. Yes. And tell us what you're, you're going to say. 435-797-2346. Text us and we will Say respond. it one more time. 435-797-2346. Yeah, we need to figure out on, I think we're kind of scared to use a phone because like anybody can say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to the story. I just. Um, It makes me think that you're more bitter that she cheated on you and you don't really care as much that she left with the kid because I feel like you're trying to play the victim card of being like, oh, she left with our kid. Like how awful of her. But you obviously don't care. You're like, oh, that's unfortunate, but I'm with a new girl now. Like, so yeah, it's it sucks that you got cheated on, but like, it kind of sucks even more that that kid's growing up without a father figure, yeah, like without his dad. You know, I, like I don't even think you understand how much that's gonna hurt them. So, do not just oh well it. You need to fight for <laughs> your kid, especially because you have rights. Like you, I know for a fact that oh, the person texted in. They <laughs> said I stubbed my toe. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thanks. I'll give you a text back. <laughs> Who said that? I have no clue. Oh, stuffing your toe. It's the worst. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for calling in to tell us that. <laughs> but yeah, to, to the person who don't say oh well to your kid, your kid deserves that you fight for your for you know them. Yeah. Um, it really sucked to be like, oh yeah, I had a dad, but then my mom left with me, and my dad didn't even try at yeah. all. Like, that wasn't, that's that, not very awesome of you. Yeah. So, so I, I, we're not on your side for this one. Yeah. We're not on your side. Sorry. <laughs> I, this kind of attitude makes me think her, what she did was justified in a way. So that's right. so funny. I keep, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Whoever texted that they stubbed their toe, maybe put some ice on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one says, um, During a summer year after my freshman year of college, my girlfriend called me telling me that she had a, in quotations, big surprise for me if I came to visit her that weekend. Uh, She lived three hours away. They met at school, but 
um, I decided to visit her. I walked into her house with a bouquet of flowers and was immediately broken up with. I started crying. And then this is in parentheses. says this was way back before I became the cold-hearted person I am today. And then her entire family comes and walks into the house. And he says, so here I am standing with flowers in hand, tears pouring down my cheeks. And then my ex says, well, I have to get going. To top it off, for the entire drive back, it was pouring rain, I was crying nonstop, and then I got lost, and it ended up taking me five hours to get home. Looking back, I can laugh at it now because it seriously felt like a scene straight out of a movie. Oh my gosh. That's kind of... <laughs> so funny. That's kind of... That's, that's kind of... Um, way funny. I can't believe that. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Like, imagine just, like, crying and then, like, their, your entire family walks in and you're just, like, sobbing and they're like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And you're like, I just got broken up with. The sad thing is, though, is that she calls it a big surprise. <laughs> the big surprise is, hey, I have a big surprise for you. And, like, literally the surprise is that, like, she's breaking up with him. What a surprise. <laughs> what a great surprise. That is such a big surprise. Poor guy. And he was, imagine, like, I, that totally would be, like, out of a movie. Imagine just, like, getting broken up with and driving home in the pouring rain, listening to sad songs, <laughs> crying, and then getting lost. Oh, my gosh. That would just, like, push me over the edge. I'd be just so angry. I will say, though, sometimes the best thing that you can do is go on a nice drive. You know? Yes. Yeah. Except for, like... Sometimes I go on a drive and I cry and then, like, it's hard for me to see the road. So make sure that, like, you wipe your tears frequently when you do it. True. Because you don't want to crash. I remember one time I was, like, I had a really bad day at school. This was, like, in high school. And I remember just, like, getting in my car and, like, screaming, crying. (laughs) And I forgot that my car is a fishbowl. Like, there's no tint at all. So I'm, like, sitting here, like, ah, screaming, crying, and, like, everyone's looking. Like, they can see oh in my, my car. Gosh. I just remember that was just so funny because people are, like, looking at me having a freaking meltdown. But Oh, my you know. gosh. I'd be so embarrassed. There's times where I'm, like, crying in the car. Like, you know, like, sometimes when you pass other cars, you guys, like, look at each other and make eye yeah. contact. There's times where I'm, like, crying in the car, and I, like, look at the person next to me, and, like, I have to hurry and look away. And it's just <laughs> it's awkward. so awkward. All right. Okay. This is three little tiny stories. Um, The first one is from Adam and he is 25. And he says, I went ring shopping for a girl on Tuesday and she broke up with me on Wednesday. Okay. Here are my thoughts on this. There's not enough like context like as of why they broke up. Like there has to be something like it. I don't know if it. I mean, there could have been a slight chance that it could have just been out of the blue. But yeah. But in my mind, though, I think it's a little weird that he went ring shopping because the thing is, is for most people I know that have gotten engaged and married, they talk about marriage before. So like my sister is about to get engaged soon and her and her boyfriend have been going ring shopping, deciding on what ring they finally decided on the ring. But they they went they've been planning it. Right. Maybe they have been planning it, though. It, that would be it so awkward. Say that that would that's be true. That would be so awkward if it was, but but that'd be awful on her if she was like, "Yeah, let's get married. This is the kind of ring I want," and then 
after yeah. all of that just all of a sudden yeah, i'm done happens. we're done we're breaking up stuff like that happens it's kind of sad yeah but i don't know make sure you're on the same page before you go and buy that ring i've known yeah, a I couple people who have gone to sell their rings after buying them yeah it's really awkward yeah Okay, and the next one, very similar story, is from TJ, and he's 22, and he said, bought a ring, then she got another boyfriend, and she still wants to talk to me and see me. That's I, I don't, like, don't understand that. That's like wanting to just keep your options open, you know, like, dating this guy, you bought a ring, oh, sorry, no, and then gets another boyfriend, oh, but maybe I want you... Like, what in the heck? Yeah, make sure. Um, so, I think my biggest takeaway slash advice for you guys, don't buy a ring unless you're 100% sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. if, you, if you're if you going to propose to someone and you're not sure if they're going to say yes or not. Like, you have to make sure. Like, yeah. no, like, little white lies, nothing like that. You have to make sure that you guys are 100% in on it, you know? Because at the same time, why would you propose to someone if you're un- if like you're unsure about their relationship if they're going to say yes or not that's a little concerning yeah you know especially if you haven't like planned out your life yet (laughs) like if you haven't planned like any of that i promise you once you do get engaged you're going to be freaking out about what to do with your money where you guys are going to live because maybe if those things aren't discussed it can be a huge deal breaker maybe one maybe one wants to live in the city and one wants to live in the country like straight up for me if i start dating someone and they have the plans to live in a city. I, it, I'm sorry, but I, I, I can't do it. There's no <laughs> way. Me, I can. Actually, I don't know. I could do both. Yeah. I want to live in a small town with lots of land. I just want to live, like, with... I, I just want to have, like, cool, like, neighbors and stuff. I want, like, to live yeah. by a lake and... Are you more about, like, suburbia? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it'd be fun to live like in the city, but then again, like it gets crowded. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And then this is another one. Uh, this one's anonymous. He just kind of said, uh, basically, just like the worst way getting broken up with for him is he says uh, via text. He said it's just flat out disrespectful. At least do it via voice if you can't do it face to face. I wouldn't mind so much if it were if weren't if it weren't so impersonal about it. I agree. I mean, it depends on how long you've been together, but still, I think maybe if you're in middle school, go for it. <laughs> but um, if you're any older, I think it's kind of a thing out of respect, unless you're like feared for your life around them. Like obviously, yeah, you can wait. But I think it's you know out of respect to it's do it a in lot person. More respectful, you know. Yeah. Just, like, as you get older and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, in middle school, there was times where, like, I broke up with, like, oh, my gosh, I had so many boyfriends. But I would just break up with them over text and be like, oh, sorry, my mom said that we can't date anymore. Yeah. But now, like, I can't do that. I can't be like, oh, my mom said that we can't, I can't have a boyfriend. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny. Be respectful and, you know. I think I had a relationship in middle school and it was, like totally over texting we went to the same school but we were both too awkward to like talk to each other mm, yeah so it was like strictly over texting and then that's how he asked me out <laughs> and then that's how i broke up with him yeah that's that's it how text. it happens it like what the heck i've had that same thing too 
Middle school relationships, am I right? Oh, they're <laughs> just wonderful. The just I mean, I think we've mentioned this before, but one time me and Aubrey dated the same guy in middle school. He, like, dated the whole cheer team. It was just kind of... Yeah, we went to, like, oh, my gosh, this horrible See, I elementary school. I, I I didn't like it. Yeah. I Well, I liked, like, the first years of it because I was there for my whole life. Um, But, like, it was just so small and everyone dated everyone yeah like, yeah it was it now thinking about it it's kind of really weird to think about also come to figure out me and my sister didn't know this at the time but we kind of were talking about it years later and we're like what the heck because the guy knew but the guy i was talking about how we had like pretty much our whole relationship was over like texting because we were like in like seventh grade he had like talked he was like a year above me so he would have been a year below my sister and apparently they had, like, dated, like, whatever middle school dating is. They had, like, dated. And then the next year, he started talking to me. Like, we didn't know that. But, like, obviously the guy knew that. He's just hopping from one Vargas sister to the next. Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> that was funny. just proving Aubrey's point. Everybody dated everybody. Yeah. It's – and, like, all of the girls fought over everybody and then, like, hated yeah. each other and then were best friends and exactly. Yeah. And then hated each other and then we're like, oh, my gosh, that's my man. Oh, that's my man. Yeah. So toxic. Very much so. Yeah. Didn't like it. Okay. Um, this one says – my boyfriend at the time came over to my house and asked me to come out to his car. He broke up with me. I was upset and crying. We talked for about 30 minutes. We eventually left it on an okay note at the end. But I did later find out that one of his friends was sitting in his trunk the entire time. So he heard me crying and our entire conversation. I was so embarrassed. I can definitely look back on it and laugh. Like, what was he doing in the trunk? Why not just wait till we could be alone? And she laughs. Okay, take a pause really fast on the story. McCabry just texted in. <gasps> I know, right? I love McCabry. So she just texted in. She was a part of this group in middle school that we <laughs> talked about. And she said, we all dated the same group and switched off boyfriends, LOL. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> I love you. She, she was right oh there with gosh. us. She experienced yeah. it through and through. Yeah. Yep. So toxic. So toxic. Thank you for texting in. Oh that makes gosh. me so happy. We that made my you. day. We miss, we you. miss you. You're the cutest human being. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, back to the story. Kind of funny um, because I actually did this one time, but it wasn't people breaking up. Um, my friend was just going on a date and she was driving and she had like the type of trunk where like, like a hatchback trunk, I guess, like where I could like, it was big and it wasn't like a separate compartment kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but um, I like went and hid in the back of the trunk on the day. I think I have videos of it. I'll have to share them somehow if you want to see them. But um, it was a very interesting thing. I felt like a literal spy. Like it was so funny because he didn't have any clue the whole entire time. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. First, when I read the story, I was like, oh my gosh, that's like awful how 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 could he let his friend sit in the trunk and then i was kind of like i probably would do that with aubrey <laughs> yeah like we would do that with each other oh yeah dude when i get my new car we're doing that okay yes, <laughs> yes. we'll we'll do like a little vlog <laughs> and then do it that would be so funny okay all right story the next story 
um, anonymous. He said, I ended up breaking up with one of my exes because she catfished my roommate slash my best friend because she thought by doing that it would keep him home for the weekend by making him think he would be with this girl for the weekend. So she catfished him as this girl to make sure he would stay home and be with her instead of going out out for vacation with me and my other friend. She did all of this because she didn't want me going on vacation with my friends. We basically caught her the next day which was the day before we all went to vacation. She was crazy and didn't want me to go on vacation unless she went, and she wasn't going on because it was a guy's weekend. What the heck? What in the world? People are crazy. <laughs> what in the heck? I, like, Imagine cat, like being in a relationship and like having that person catfish your best friend. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's just a little bit over the top. Just, like, be honest. Just be like, hey, I'm insecure about a relationship, and I'm nervous. Well, I don't know. I'm nervous that you're going on this trip, and then, like, maybe some reassurance could happen, some communication could happen. But I will say, though, if you try to keep your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other from hanging out with their friends, I want you to just be aware that if you do this, you're probably, your significant other is probably going to start, like, resenting you. Yeah. Because they need their Didn't guy we talk time. about this? I feel I don't like know. we talked about we this might have. a while ago. But, like, you got to let them have, like, their guy time slash girl time because if you don't, they're going to start resenting you, and that's obviously the last thing that you want. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean that they love you any less because they want to go hang out with their friends. It's just, like, people need lives out of having boyfriend and girlfriend yeah you know yeah but yeah okay uh this one is by ryan and he is 19 years old um this says worst breakup that would definitely be the time in elementary school when i offered up the rice krispie treat from my lunchable to a girl i had a crush on with the expectation that she would sit with me for lunch I then watched her walk away and split the same Rice Krispie treat with another boy from my class. Still hurts to think about what it could have been. <laughs> I thought this <laughs> was so funny. This is so cute. That's so, like, the poor, poor little guy's young heart just crushed. Yeah. That is so funny. Um, I remember I had a relationship, I think, in first grade. Well, no. So it started in kindergarten. I remember, no, preschool. Started in preschool. This guy I liked, and his name was Micah. And we, like, were, like, whatever, you know, like, kin- little kindergarten relationship. <laughs> and then we, like, went to different schools, and I didn't see him again until first grade. And in first grade, <laughs> I remember sitting <laughs> sitting with him at lunchtime. And he goes, I hate purple. It's the worst color. And I was like, I love purple. I love purple. And he said, if you say one purple one more time, we're breaking up. And I said, purple. And then we broke up. That was my kindergarten relationship. I was devastated. Dang. I can't really remember any of my, like, oh, one time um, me and a girl actually fought over this one guy. And then, like, the guy's friends came and broke it up and, like, pushed her on the ground. And it was a whole big thing. It was in, like, third grade probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know. 
I don't even, we didn't even know what relationships were at that point. Yeah. That's so funny. I love that. It was funny. Um, I just want to add a few stories. Um, I'm going to keep these ones anonymous because I, I don't think they, they might've said that I could use their names, but I don't remember. So I'm just going to keep anonymous to be safe. Um, one of my friends, his ex, super crazy, basically they broke up and she accused him of vandalizing her car. But, um, basically the neighbors had witnessed her and her mom, like wrecking her car, like beating it up. And then they were trying to like blame. Oh, (laughs) they're trying to blame the guy. When I turn this into a podcast, I'll bleep that out. Um, (laughs) so they're trying uh, to blame the guy and Troy, he lives in a gated community. So the, the security card who lets people in and lets people out, they had like evidence that had not left because they keep track of all of that. So there was like very clear evidence that he had never left his house that day. And then the neighbor came forward and said, yeah, I saw them like wrecking their own stuff. So she, her and her mom vandalized her own car just to try to like place it on him that's crazy isn't that i can't believe how like with all these stories and everything i cannot believe how crazy some people can get it's it's, it yeah like there's uh i don't even know it's it's mind-boggling because yeah like how could you like it's just embarrassing to Mm -hmm. be that crazy you know i have one more story from a friend um they're on a mission now so once again i'm going to be anonymous with their name because i didn't ask them if I could use this, so we're just going to keep their name out of it. But summary, um, him and his ex, she started kind of getting a little bit crazy towards the end of the relationship. They ended up breaking up. Um, she was very, very controlling of him. Like, we were, we worked together at one point, and one time he was talking to me, and she basically, like, when they got into the, like, parking lot, she was like, how dare you talk to her? And he's like, well, she was my coworker, and she was like, checking our stuff out and she would like get mad at him for even just like talking to his coworkers. um anyways they broke up and on his story he put something like oh i'm finally free and then it was like him like burning like a picture of them and she like took pictures of this and filed a police report on him saying that it was like stalking oh which makes no sense and Got a restraining order on him and then took it to court. Ah. So he, goodness this, gracious. this girl took him to court basically on the charges of he's stalking me. So when she got the restraining order, she kept showing up to his house though. And he would be like, get off of my property. And he, he was like, you coming standing on my porch is putting at risk. Like, I mean, you literally put a restraining order on me. And then long story short, uh, they went to court. And the judge basically laughed in her face because the only evidence that she had was that he had posted a video of him burning a picture of them. (laughs) And he had evidence of her continually showing up on his front porch. So she, in the end, was the one that got screwed over because she kept showing up up at his house and he was like, leave me alone. So, yeah, the, the, the judge was actually mad that she wasted their time. So I just thought that was crazy that she took him to court. Like that is a whole nother level. Yeah, that is insane. But, but anyways, That's thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. 
it, I, I'm really happy because I've had some people text me that are friends that said that they've been listening today. So that I just. Yes. I, everyone I, that has I, been I listening love, that love we know, we love you guys so much. Yeah. We love your support. And it just makes my heart so happy. Yeah. I We appreciate every single one of you guys. Yep. Right, um, so every every Wednesday at 1. Yeah. Come join us. Come as listen to us. We'll have probably a different topic next week. Um, we just got to brainstorm some ideas. Yep. But, yeah, it's super fun to do. And I, all, reading all of the, these things is so fun. Yeah. So, but, yeah. All right. Okay, thank you, thank guys, you guys so much for listening. See you next week on Wednesday at 1 p.m. All right. See you next week. Black Looking at